0: Podcast today we're joined with Mr. Steve Rice of No Justice. How are you doing today? What's up, fellas? Glad Good to, have to be you here. here. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Beautiful day in Oklahoma. It's uh, starting to actually not be 100 degrees anymore. It's, it's so it's
2: feeling like football. Right? Yeah, I That's it's, exactly it's, right. It's been it's been, a, it's been a long time coming, but. Uh, yeah, we're ready for it. Hopefully,
1: here in Stillwater, <laughs> to start feeling like good football weather because it hasn't been good football weather. I
2: mean, last week wasn't too bad. Uh, maybe, you know, it wasn't great
1: either. Yeah. <laughs> but we got to win. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's what I tell, that's what i tell everybody. It's like you know, the the culture of OSU has always been you know, it, it's really not about the win. It's about the yeah. the, the the celebration. You know, yeah, before <laughs> after. You yeah. know, it's like. We're gonna drink afterwards, regardless whether we win or lose. So, I, you know.
1: I I saw a thing where Mike Gundy was getting mad at people for leaving at halftime. I'm like, I'm like, well, everybody's looking forward to going to the bars anyway, so that's where they're going.
2: Well, but now they they serve beer in the place, so yeah. it's like you know, there's there's not a lot of excuses to yeah, leave. that's true. You, you can pay for. I don't know who's got m- more expensive beer, the tumbleweed or or the stadium beers. <laughs> <there's. laughs> Have you ever been to Campfire trying to get a picture of beer? <laughs>
1: Don't tell Carrie that.
0: <laughs>
2: well, now, this that we were talking about 10 years ago with me, so it's like, you know, uh, yeah. I would assume with inflation, you know, it's probably about 50 bucks a picture now.
0: <laughs> so, you, uh, <clears throat> you mentioned before we started that this is your first podcast. So, I was watching some clips today of some past interviews you've done, and I think I saw one, it was like maybe 13 years ago, 10 Eleven years ago, could have been. And uh, you had the what? Uh, what's this called? The um, uh, that's
2: called the only thing I can grow. I've got Indian and Irish. The, I was really expecting that
0: today, so I was kind of. Yeah, kinda, yeah <laughs> when
2: you walked in. I kind of I kind of cut that off when I wanted to be a business professional, uh, and, and and it just uh, it never really looked good. So it's like I can't, I can't grow a beard, can't grow a mustache. I'm yeah. like, well, I'll just go with this for a while. But well, I yeah, feel you there. So
0: yeah. yeah. So did you ever have like a look? when you were did were you ever trying to like have a continual look or was it just kind of whatever you wanted to wear or look like at the time
2: i, I just wear what was comfortable you know mm-hmm. when I, i'd get on stage at, uh you know i had a buddy of mine that uh that did screen printing here in stillwater that's uh, jimmy Borum. uh he had uh his 17b company back then and uh he would just make me you know one-off shirts just kind of you know stuff so they're yeah, yeah. real unique and stuff so I, i've always been just kind of a jeans and t-shirt kind of guy you know on stage yeah. and every now and then i'm throwing a jacket or something i guess yeah, yeah I, I never was too fancy
0: yeah so there's not a lot of planning that goes into that yeah. you're just kind of like whatever
2: whatever's comfortable no, no, the time. no it's it, the, the planning goes into the performance not yeah. the not the look we, uh, we never were like hey we're gonna we're gonna look like rock stars right? <laughs> you know it just kind of we wore what, what we wanted to And I think that's kind of They're, you
1: know, they're going to go out uh, At the <clears> top <throat> tonight With uh, Kiss fa- face paint on The white and black Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I've got some eye black you know, bar, <laughs> bar my son's eye black you know, he, he plays baseball So I'll just borrow some of his stuff and, But no, yeah We, we just always kind of Everybody's Everybody in our band Historically has been Really unique um, From their musical influences To their, you know Their, their lifestyle Everything else So, you know It's kind of what what in my opinion made us um, kind of unique you know we weren't all going for the same thing we got some guys in the band there you know that are kind of metal heads and we got some guys that are jazz tra- you know uh, jazz trained musicians and you know just real eclectic and kind of you know had this melting pot that we that we considered to be no justice yeah. like, you know
0: that, that that's interesting that you mention that because like listening to the music I pick up on a lot like a lot of people classified as red dirt like you guys, but right. but you hear a lot of like the, the rock and even some like blues stuff yeah. in there, and, and the country mix. I think that all the different band members to me that really like adds something. Yeah,
2: it was yeah we we never wanted to really get uh, pigeonholed into a, a genre. You know, I think red dirt is such a broad
1: mm-hmm. broad
2: uh, genre, or, or you know if you want to call it a genre, it's it's there there's so there's so much diversity in that title that you know it's it's kind of hard to really pigeon pigeonhole that into a certain sound you know because I mean yeah. you've got people like you know the Red Dirt Rangers Randy Crouch Great Divide Jason Bowling the Stragglers you've got old ragweed stuff Stoney and you know Brandon Jenkins everybody's got their own sound and they're pretty different you yeah. know and, and uh, I think that diversity is what kind of draws people to it because there's something there for everybody you know it's not like you know just a country genre where you know if you don't like country then you won't like this yeah. you know when yeah. we had so many different people from all walks of life attend our shows that you know I think that's what made it really unique and kind of special for, for us mm-hmm.
1: yeah that I think that's true for what like you said like there's so many different red dirt bands and they all have so many different sounds yeah like, absolutely. I mean there's a, there's definitely mean- a sect of it that, like as more like the traditional like texas country right. kind of vibe and then he's got the rock vibe and well i mean i, I see
2: i see on you know social media and stuff they even call a lot of texas bands red dirt bands you know it's like yeah I, in my opinion i don't know if it's so loosely defined or the fact that nobody knows what the hell it is anymore you yeah. know because yeah. there's such a broad you know uh, i've
0: even seen i've seen tyler childers be called red dirt before
2: yeah
1: yeah
0: but I think... I, to, I
2: saw somebody one time called Brooks and Dunn Red Dirt. And I was like... <laughs> I
0: mean, Not the song. You, you mean Red the, Dirt Road? You hear the same
2: thing I'm hearing? Because, uh, I, like I said, I, th- I think it's more of a of a cultural thing than it is a, a genre. And, you know, that's what I think, in, in my opinion, kind of makes it special for, for everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's what I was just about to say. <laughs> to me, to me, Red Dirt is more of, like, just the, the scene in general. Just, yeah. like, the, the, the people, you know, that... That come from all these different, like right. bluegrass, rock, whatever. Right. And yeah, it kind of it's, it's all the bands together. and
2: it's the bands and the fans that make this culture, you know, be be what I consider red dirt. And I've all, I've always kind of said that, you know, it's just a, it's not a it's not a sound. It's a it's a it's a feeling, you know. It's, yeah. it's, it's a it's a part of that embodiment that that, you know, is red dirt to, to me, you know, and, and kind of you know I took a, a pretty good hiatus, you know, when we quit touring in 2013 um i took about a four-year hiatus from it and i was uh used that time to you know uh, find my career path and also you know kind of got back in the scene helping out other kind of up-and-coming bands find you know radio promo or booking or get into clubs you know they want to get into because a lot of these up-and-coming bands they can't afford to spend money on a manager or or, you know a Mm -hmm. booking agent stuff so i was was trying to do that and kind of stay connected a little bit and uh and that's actually when we John Folk, you know, who started with Bentley Attractions ended up with Red 11 and now William Morris. Uh, you know, he's like, "Hey, I'm booking for a festival season. you guys want to start, you know, playing some shows again?" That's 4 years later after we after we kind of stopped. And uh, that's when we got decided to get back into it and I'm like, "Well, I don't want to travel any further than this. I don't want to play any more than this because I mean, I've got, you know, time away from my family is is one of the big reasons that I decided to stop playing." You know, we were playing 200 plus shows a year for, you know, 13 years. So yeah. we we're we we're on the road and it was a fact in my family a lot and I'm just it wasn't it works for some families and for, for mine it didn't, you know. Yeah. So uh, you know, I I, cho- I chose a different route and, and it's it's good to kind of come back into music and and play for the reason you started playing in the first place, because you love playing music, and you love touching people, and, and you know, n- mm-hmm. no, no Joe Biden reference. There. <laughs> but but, but you, you, I just, the, the look on people's faces when they get what you're doing, you know, I mean, that's something that you can't, you can't buy into that, you know, you, you it's something that you just, you share And it's an emotional attachment that you share with your fan base and stuff. And it's something that can't be replaced very easily, you know, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you guys obviously had something special to be able to, you know, play in the early 2000s, take the break like you did, and then come back and still be able to play and have the fans to come and watch. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, there's something special there. We're we're lucky. We're lucky that
2: we've we've always had a pretty diehard fan base. You know, when we came back, they were out in full force. And it's been really cool to – you know, come back out and sell out shows. You know, and you know, I think uh, people just miss it. You know, yeah. it, as do we. You know, and so it's been it's been pretty cool being able to come back and do that again, and and know that the people that you know uh, that enjoyed it back then, you know, they still you know have a have, have a desire to hear you play. You know, mm. again, and they've they've kept that fire going. It's yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: So, where did the name No Justice come from?
2: It was a political move. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, honestly. So back back in 2000, um, I was playing on the strip, you know, uh, doing acoustic songs with with Stony and you know Bowen and some of the other guys and um, uh, Jerry Payne and Tony Payne, the two brothers that kind of started No Justice. Uh, they were more of uh, they they put on the like, cover songs that they're. Uh, lead singer back then they're to get more into kind of that red dirt scene and write their own you know more original music and uh, and so they 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 came out and they saw i think they attended a couple of acoustic shows that i played or something it's been a long time but uh, <laughs> they basically just said hey you want to you want to start something and and we were trying to think of names and we had all these different names you know like it, it was it, and all of them just seemed forced and they had a shitload of t-shirts and merchandise that said no justice mark we like, no justice yeah. <laughs> it is you know yeah. it, just, it was, was kind of easy at that point you know but uh, it was more of a lack of better options yeah, two, you know yeah, when it comes two. down to it so we kept one the name two, and chip, chip, chip. it wasn't it wasn't my favorite at the one first two, but two, after a yeah. while it just kind of you know one just kind of dissolved and was like that's who we are yeah. you know and and two, chip, chip, after a while it just was was one more two, uh more of a, just a normal, you know, normal title yeah. for us. <laughs> yeah.
1: So you were talking talking about how you've played with like Stony and all these like other like I mean classic acts and, three, two, and one, bands two, one, two, and people. Hey, uh, Who's been your, like your favorite hey, hey, like person one, two, to play with or play? Check, check,
2: check, check. One, two, three. It's really hard to say because I mean you know everybody.
0: One, two, I mean, we well, howdy, folks, welcome down to Bad oh. Brad's Barbecue. <laughs> hey, stop looking at Gus. Stop it. Stop it. All right, folks, you see here, Jagger's trying to throw some cornhole, and he just can't get it done.
1: I just cannot hit anything today.
0: I see that, Jagger.
1: Man, you gotta have some bad brads. Play that crap you're hungry.
0: Vernon always coming in clutch with the barbecue. Oh, yeah, look at that bite, folks. All right, Jagger, let's see it. Look at that, right now.
1: Bad brads, where you can't help but be good.
0: Like Jagger said, folks, bad Brad's barbecue, where it's good to be bad. Hey guys, we want to tell you a little bit about Deadwake Archery Innovations. They got all kinds of awesome stuff. They create their very own custom-designed CNC milled bows, and they do all kinds of uh,
1: crazy colors with the anodization. And uh, you want to tell them a little bit more? Yeah. So it is a Oklahoma State graduate. They're they're in Kansas, Oklahoma's where they're established. Uh, they do some great stuff, great killing machines for the water, honestly. <laughs> and uh, just go go check them out. Thank you so much for Deadwake Archery Innovation for sponsoring this. Everybody, podcast. One,
2: two, three, I mean, we have so many friends that we played with that we yeah, just enjoyed through, uh, being around. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, Bowen, um, yeah, yeah, Jason Bowen, Watch the Straggers. I mean, we played three, a lot of shows with them when we started, um, and throughout our career. Uh, same thing with the Great Divide. You know, and those guys really you don't know, like they do in, 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 in red dirt culture, those guys really help the next up and comers, you know, kind of bring their name out to the forefront and, 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 um, you know, make a name for themselves. So there's really not a, a favorite, you know, I mean, you can, I mean, we played with everybody during those 13 years of touring. And yeah. I mean, you know, Will Nelson, Chris Christopherson, Hank Jr. You know, we played with all the Nashville guys mm-hmm. and we played with all the red dirt guys and yeah. all the Texas guys. And, um, uh, all of them were so just such a warm welcoming group of people you know and and that's not a political answer it's just that's the way we are and mm-hmm. and um there's something special about it and there's nothing else anywhere in the country a of, of movement or whatever you want to call it like this that i've ever experienced and we traveled the world you know and it's but like you know there'd be guys in like nashville like dirks bentley um you know he he would cut us a check for, for opening for him And he's like I know you guys Don't make much money You know Here's our All the stuff From our green room And here's a check For you know really? For this amount of money And he goes I've been I've been where you're at And, and, and I appreciate it And, and it's going to be Fun playing with you guys Little things like that That's cool That happens yeah. more Than you think But it also There's also artists That are completely The opposite You know <laughs> Who I won't name But um, it's Give just, us money <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah You got to pay me To open for it <laughs> but so i mean th- things like that so, I mean, to answer your question I, there's really not a favorite i mean everybody it's like asking if you have a favorite venue um which i apologize if i'm killing one of your future questions but every 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 band and every venue has got their unique you know personality that we that we just that made the whole experience just you know a good time yeah
0: i gotta ask did you ever have you ever done anything with dwight yokum no I just had to throw. Heard the
2: story. I've heard the stories.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Heard the, heard the- what What are the stories? i <laughs> I'm, <not gonna laughs> the I'm stories, a huge Dwight Yoakam yeah. fan, so I'm.
2: No, I'm I've, very intrigued. I, 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 the only thing I've heard is he kind of keeps to himself. That's 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 pretty much it. You know, <laughs> where some guys will come out and they'll watch your show. You know, yeah, you know mm-hmm. that you open up for. They'll come out and watch your show and they just want to hear the new guys and and be a part of that. And I don't know, Dwight may have done that, but I, I, we never played with him, so. Yeah. I would I would have enjoyed playing with him. I mean, he's got some hits. Mm-hmm. What well, one guy though, Sammy Kurt or uh, no uh, Sawyer Brown. So we were, we were playing a show in in West Texas with him. I say him. The band's yeah. called Sawyer Brown. Yeah. But uh, I mean, that guy got out there and danced his ass off across the stage. I mean, he was like <laughs> at that time probably mid fifties to late fifties, probably, and he was getting it. I mean, he would he he was achy breaking it all like. <laughs> And uh, there are some. Uh, our buses were parked back behind the stage, and uh, there's a porta potty there. And I, for some reason, I used the porta potty. Came back out, and this gal had a had a um, a pen and pad, and she's like, "Hey!" And I was like, "Okay, I want to sign an autograph." She goes, "You'll give me Sawyer's autograph?" <laughs> I was oh, like wow!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs>
2: I'll go get you something. So and got her something. But, oh, wow, but, um, wow. wow. So, but yeah, it's kind of kind of funny. But yeah. yeah, we've we've been forced to see a lot of really. Really good performances, you yeah. know, through, throughout our career. It's been pretty cool. And uh, with me being in a, you know, being in a sales career now, you know, I've got a lot of stories, you know. So it's it's really cool. It gives you something to talk about, kind of relate to everybody. What What do you do now? What's up? I said, what
1: What do you do now?
2: I, I'm in I'm in sales. I'm a manufacturer's representative for an automations company. So it's a it's a worldwide automations company. I, I do the Oklahoma division that's cool so, yeah. kind of kind of bounced around a little bit but uh it's, it's been fun that sound check seems louder than normal <laughs> yeah so, it does. I'm gonna put these on so I can hear now yeah. us <laughs> now Joey's singing my song <laughs> <laughs> they too loud they're good no I'm good yeah. good
0: perfect Um, you also have in there a uh, no justice neon sign yep. from the first time I walked in there, I was looking at everything and it was like no justice so I looked you guys up then and that's when I started listening and ever since then I've been like how do we get one of those neon signs to take that down.
2: That was so we first started with uh, with Anizer Bush uh, and had uh, they were our first uh, corporate uh, beer sponsor uh, then we switched over to Miller Coors. Uh, got in Todd Uh he took really good care of us we're still really good friends and uh, so we had a good relationship with Miller Coors for quite, quite a while and uh, obviously still do <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um so we, we uh they were they were a final you know drink sponsor you yeah, know so they, yeah. they outfitted us with many uh late nights
1: <laughs> it, it, it sounds like instead of asking how we can get a neon sign we need to ask how we can get a beer sponsor <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah it, we could probably todd's kind of uh, the uh the the uh, entertainment Division for I think the whole central United States. So he does really? casinos, stadiums, all that. he's got a pretty good job. That's yeah. cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's real yeah. cool.
2: Huh. So being uh, an older
1: red dirt act, you've seen. You don't a have, lot to, go of, you don't have well. to go that far. You don't have to go that far. Well. I mean,
2: come on. <laughs> Just you saw gray on
1: his You guys have been around for a while. Yeah. We'll just say that. Um, you guys have seen a lot of young acts come up. I'm sure go or hit it big. What's like one band, uh, one younger act that you think people should really know about and really go check out?
2: I mean, it's kind of hard to say right now because we, you know, we really haven't played that often. Uh, you know, I had. Uh, I mean, back when we were touring, you know, there's a guy Zach Wilkerson that was that was great uh, from from Texas. We had a lot of great nights with him, played some shows out uh, in Canada with him. Um, just a really cool guy, and then and then back then it was like Johnny Cooper, you know, because he yeah. was like he was like 15 years old, you know. Yeah. Uh, Gannon Freeman, those guys are doing great. They're they're they've uh, we wrote a couple songs together. Oh, really. Um, so uh, those guys are kind of up and coming. Uh, you know, whenever, whenever like Cole and and, and Reed, South on, and, and all those guys were kind of making their way up. You know, we were kind of out at that point, mm-hmm. so we never got a chance to play a lot of shows with them. Um, you know, when, when they were on their climb. You know, yeah. and they're kind of up there now. You know, assuming the the, the the Texas Red Dirt royalty you know status yeah. that, that a lot of us were 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 at back then, but. Um, yeah, I really don't know much about the younger guys. I mean, I, I hear them on social media, and, mm-hmm. and I enjoy a lot of the music. And I'm a lot more plugged in than what people think, you know, thanks to social media and stuff. And I do follow, you know, some of these guys and listen. And it's, it's cool to hear a lot of these younger guys, you know, covering our songs and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's it's really cool, you know, to just to know that, you know, people are carrying the torch and, and still doing their thing and, and putting a spin on it, you yeah. know, that's not, you know, that's more unique mm-hmm. than, than okay. just doing a cover song or something. But, yeah. Um, I don't know who else, you know. I heard the bands, the Battle of the Bands, you know. Yeah. I kind of followed a little bit of that, and, and those guys all sounded great, you know. So um, there's there's a lot, there's definitely a lot of talent still in in Stillwater, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I wasn't sure how much was still really around, honestly, you know. And the last couple of years have kind of um, shown me that there is still, you know, yeah. still a lot of there's still a lot of music in Stillwater, and, and that's really cool because I, I didn't know if. You know, once um, we kind of stopped playing, and and you know, uh, the Ragweed guys moved down to Texas, and and Bowen, and, you know, everybody kind of they're still playing, but they're not just bound to Stillwater like yeah. the old Yellow House and and the old days on the strip. Whenever you know, you'd have five different acoustic acts, you know, that that, rid- that, that kind of got replaced by for some reason, karaoke, you know. (laughs) I mean, it sucks, you know, because there used to never be karaoke when we were, hardly ever when we were playing on the strip, you know, because we just had so many live musicians that played. Mm -hmm. Um, And it kind of sucked to see all that come in. But, you know, I I think there's a lot of people kind of coming out and and, and playing a lot more locally, which is really cool to see, because the music scene kind of seemed like it shifted to to Tulsa for a little bit and to Norman for a little bit. And it seemed like it's kind of making a return you know, uh, for, for live music in, mm-hmm. in Stillwater, just from what I know, you know, mm-hmm. they, it could have been here the whole time, and maybe I was just disconnected, but um, just, I, I can see it now for myself, and it's it's really cool to to have that culture in Stillwater still thriving, it's, it's been a really cool thing. Yeah, yeah. My so. daughter's going here next year.
1: That's oh, how really? old
2: I am, so she just got accepted uh, this week. That's and, awesome. And uh, she's been... She, course, we brainwashed her. You know, she was <laughs> she was a cowboy through and through. You know, from the time she was born. But uh, so, it, I, I'm I'm glad that she's going to be able to experience what I experienced when I came to Stillwater. Yeah. You know, a different generation. It's going to be really cool, and I hope she gets as much fulfillment out of out of that music scene that what what I did. You know, I, I think it's going to be really cool to see that. Yeah,
0: yeah. That that's one of my favorite parts about being here is like the the local musicians. Yeah. We've we've done a couple. Um, small acoustic events we've like scheduled them mm-hmm. and we've done like five local artists and then we've got Brian White coming to do one at the end of the. I I know mean, he's not a small artist but we've got some local guys opening up for him right. and to me that's what like that's why we do this you know is to get the local local guys out there because like, that's what I like to sit around and listen to yeah know? and
2: that's what it takes because you know honestly whenever whenever we were playing I mean it, it's gonna date me but whenever we were playing I mean we didn't have you know the the social media capabilities that uh, what you guys have now i mean yeah. nobody was doing podcasts i mean we we're we're on you know we're we were transferring from myspace to facebook at that point you know i mean <laughs> yeah. it's it's like in like i was even late to the, like the whole instagram thing and all that stuff and it, my kids will get on and be like you don't have very many followers I'm like we didn't start like <laughs> three or four years ago you yeah. know just because I didn't mess with you, you know yeah. I didn't we weren't touring I didn't have a need to you know but yeah. um, it, it's been cool to see like podcasts and social media how they're playing their part and how uh, the discovery of, of new talent you know because have kind of come to the to the forefront because I mean there's there's so many you know super talented people that never get that would never get acknowledged back in the day when we were doing this, just because they didn't have, they weren't at the right place at the right time. Now, social media lets you be at the right place at the right time 24 seven. You know, you can get it discovered by people and it just adds a whole another element that puts the power of the artist's hands. Instead of, you know, know, I I forget back in the 90s how many uh, record labels were on Music Row, but it diminished. You know substantially within a five to ten year period because you know everybody got bought up by everybody else and they just don't hold that power that they used to over artists you know but it's it's, it's kind of cool to see that to see people have the you know, claim claim their own destiny instead of yeah. waiting for somebody to make a decision on them
1: yeah I, I
0: gotta bring up too um a few weeks ago the rolling stones put out an article and they uh reed was doing an interview for it and he mentioned you guys i mean what is i mean like you see that like you said you didn't get to play with them really because they came up at a different time but to know like you're you're part of why south hall is who south hall is you know what is what is I mean what is that like
2: i mean i think it's pretty cool you know i think we to kind of go back i think we did play some shows with him back in the day he was barely getting started yeah yeah and uh so i never got to see them at their at their peak uh on a on a personal level other than like social media or mm-hmm. uh, spotify or whatever you know but um i i think it's pretty cool i mean you know we we put a lot of a lot of blood sweat and tears into our five records that we did and, and we're really proud of them and uh to see that maybe that might have inspired somebody to to maybe help their career or, or to just you know put some stuff out that that may be inspired by no justice i mean that's 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 why you do it you know yeah, i mean that's yeah. that's it's it's pretty cool and it's it's very humbling you know to to you know know that they did that and, and know that we were mentioned and just to be a part of of somebody's you know yeah career yeah. like that
1: yeah for sure um you you said earlier that there were some artists that have actually covered some of your songs did, well like who who all has covered songs and what songs are they um
2: i i th- now saying that i don't think they recorded our songs oh, okay. i think it's more no, like they like play them stage. during a live yeah, show okay, okay i've heard acoustic performances yeah. and stuff like that uh i don't i don't think anybody's actually covered any of our songs on a record to my knowledge i mean there may be some that yeah i mean i've never been one to chase after like you know me publishing right? so <laughs> I, mean, I don't give a shit you know do your thing you know and i've told people you know that have wanted to use a song for a you know an ad or something. i like, I don't want any money for it. Just play your song. Could, you know, keep your money, put yeah. it to somebody else, you know, or, and, uh, you know, I never really, I never really chased, I've, I've got a publishing deal, you know, and, and I just, it's not, that's not that important to yeah. me. <laughs> I think it's more important just getting the music out there and letting somebody else get a new set of ears on it. Yeah. That's
0: speaking, awesome. speaking of songs, um, I just, I just saw him. Yeah. It <laughs> kind of shocked me. It <laughs> threw me off guard. Um, don't walk away. That is one of my favorite songs from you. Actually, it's my favorite song. Can you give me like some backstory on that? How that came about?
2: That was so. We we have very few songs uh, in our in our five records that we uh, didn't write, and that was one of them. Um, so I, I did not write that personally. Um, I heard that song, a version of it, and we kind of made it our own, and it really took off. Um, you know, for our fan base and. Uh, so, so much that we recorded another version of it, you know, a, a different more piano driven, mm-hmm. kind of slow melodic version of it, kind of crescendo type thing. I don't
0: think I've heard that one, I'll have to check it's, that one out. Uh,
2: but it was it was on the America Sun record so, okay. and I think Don't Walk Away was on the No Justice self-titled album. Um, but yeah, so written by a, a writer, and I, I don't even remember honestly how I came across that song. Um but when I did, I was like, "I, it's got, I like that song. Yeah, it's got a good melody to it. It's got a good hook, mm-hmm. and uh, we just kind of made it our own and and you know did what we did with it. You know, I've never been one of those people that are too arrogant to appreciate somebody else's song yeah. and 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 take that and, and play it. You know, I mean, "Bimba Don't Break." You know, George DeVore wrote a great song. You know, I used to run sound for him and open up for him at the Wormy Dog back here in Stillwater. You know, it was upstairs, and I always liked that song and. And Devore DeVore's a great writer and um, we were more than happy to put that, that song and uh in World War Three uh was another one of his songs that that we recorded. Uh the only two uh songs of his that we recorded, but uh, I mean if you have a great song and a great great dude behind it, I, you know, I, we just wanna, you know, yeah. echo that echo that right. you know music yeah. to some to to some new years possibly and, and he was more than happy to, you know, to lend it to us for a little while.
0: Yeah. I, I DJ out here on Thursday nights for the college night And I was I was waiting until it got as busy as possible And then I was going to play uh, Don't Walk Away Just because I wanted to hear it on yeah. the loud speakers And I played it last night And tons
2: of people I almost you, took a video to show you You play, play Don't Walk Away whenever, you, whenever it's really packed And you have to pee And you want everybody to leave the dance floor So you can make a beeline for <laughs> <to> the <bathroom laughs> like that. I, I,
0: I do that, but I do I use uh, Fishing in the Dark I don't know if you've oh. seen the dance that they do to that or yeah. the, Where they lay down Can you down? cut through them? I I go to the back bathroom. Okay, all right, fair enough. Play that. Noted, noted. Really clears the bathroom out for me. Uh, Uh, Are you a golfer? You look
2: like a golfer. Don't ever say that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I I can play golf. We'll put it that way. I do it a lot for work now. Uh, My my whole family are scratch golfers, and I learned how to play guitar instead. So we'll do a father-son, like Father's Day every year. We'll get together, and me and all my brothers will – go play with my dad and and they're one of my brothers got a full ride scholarship to ou playing golf and it's like that's cool i did not yeah i just played the bedlam game so <laughs> no but uh i i can play enough to have fun we'll put it that way but yeah uh, um let's just say that i bring about three or four dozen balls with me
1: that well, I we mean, can relate yeah i yeah. mean that's that's all three of us yeah. i mean i'm I'm trying to bring a whole bucket full by the end of it. Honestly. Well, and I have
2: I have a, I have a st- distinct mark that I that I put on my balls. Um, oh, so uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I know we, we could go a million different directions with this conversation, <laughs> uh, but so I, w- I would have people. Uh, we just played uh, golf with some of my um, college friends, and uh, I had people come to the clubhouse going. Oh look! I found this ball with this thing right there, and I was like, "Those are mine." <laughs> <laughs> I won't uh, just because my kids might listen to this. I won't tell you what image I put on there, but they're very distinctive. <laughs> he, uh, I, I, I feel he's a really good artist. Yeah, yeah, I feel he's <laughs> a really good artist. So, do you
0: have any other hobbies other than obviously your your dad? You know, you're busy. Yeah, <laughs> you're playing my, music. My what? son,
2: my son plays baseball. He's a he's a lefty pitcher and uh, plays outfield. So that takes up a lot of our time. We oh. we just went. Uh, went down to Florida and uh, Memphis and I, I, we went to all these different states and they're telling us, you know, before the, before the season, like we're going to go here and we're going to go here and we're going to go here. And they're like, does anybody have any questions? I was like, "Did you guys work? Like, Does, does, does anybody have a job? Cause I'm going to get fired if I go to all this. But so uh, we, we, we travel a lot for, for baseball and, um, and I'm, I'm a big hunter and, and a gun enthusiast. So I, I build a lot of guns and we have a, 500 yard like steel target range out of my lease so i'll That's cool. take people out there and so yeah i like to shoot guns and fish and yeah watch baseball and play music and watch football now i guess used to not be able to watch football a lot because we'd be traveling yeah. but my wife would always keep me cl- like clued in on all the games and stuff but
0: do you have a do you have an NFL team you you root for? No,
2: I, I don't really watch NFL. Yeah, it's, I'm I'm more of a college just a Cowboys. Football fan.
0: Yeah, college yeah. football's better anyway. Yeah.
2: And I, I you know and, you know I'm a I've always been a Cowboy fan like through and through. But um I mean I like to watch a good college game. I mean I'm I'm yeah. not an OU fan at all. But that OU Texas game was a great game. That was that was an awesome I, I just appreciate watching good football anymore. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and you know I started watching baseball a lot now. You know that my. Son has, you know, in the last five years, gotten a lot more into. He plays club ball and school ball and all yeah. that stuff. So, we've watched a lot of a lot of games. Actually, our Miller Miller Cruz rep got us into a couple of KC games. He got to. That's uh, cool. My son got to go see the Yankees play. You know, there at KC. Yeah. Um, they were really cool. Took us three seats behind home plate, and it was it was pretty cool. He's he's like, you guys can eat or drink anything you want here. <laughs> I'm like. i think we had every single thing they had to offer (laughs) (laughs) Give
0: all that that's awesome whenever whenever you're not the cool dad you just call the miller rep yeah that's right that's right son we're gonna game
2: he called so he made a call and he's like meet so and so down here at such and such time so me and and my son and and one of the dads and his son we meet him there at the at the gate Mm -hmm. it was a gm of the casey royals <laughs> he just took us back there he goes anything you guys want it's all me whatever he was a super cool guy wow, like, that's awesome all right fair enough <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> i'm like way to set the bar this will never happen again son so <laughs> enjoy this
1: <laughs> only no, way we can beat is if you get a box seat up at bps and
2: boy, he wanted to set us up there was air conditioned yeah. but we wanted to go behind home plate someday. ah yeah that's
0: cool <laughs> hey, is your hat is that anything you guys do or is that just
2: that's my son's baseball team. Oh, okay. it's oh really? Oklahoma okay. Fuel. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Yep. I was looking at that. I was like, I kind of like that. The actor. F could stand for many different things. Yeah. So, I
1: yeah. I could never get into watching baseball for some reason. I played baseball when I, all throughout when yep. I grew up. I did travel ball, school ball. It's kind probably a lot, a lot like your son. Yeah. And uh, I could just, just could never get into watching it. I don't know why.
2: I, I just like like the the whole time to relax part of it. You know, you just if I can sit back and eat and watch baseball and drink beer.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean it's you know, good good day outside. (laughs) Now I can't stand whenever it's like hundred and ten degrees outside. Like they can they can keep that shit on TV and I'll watch (laughs) it from the house. Now I'm like whenever it gets like seventies, you know, I'm 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 cool with that. My body wasn't made for hot temperatures. Yeah. It's yeah, I like I like under under optimal conditions I guess.
0: Yeah. Um one final question from me. Um if if someone didn't know anything about you guys what three songs would you tell them to go check out to get the full no justice experience
2: um i would say probably you know and actually some of the songs i really didn't think would would take as well as they did um as far as our fan base is concerned but um the toast obviously is our kind of anthemic you know song Mm -hmm. um one one of the first songs i wrote actually um Red Dress is one of the other ones that obviously we we really enjoy playing, but a a fan favorite as well. Uh, All these songs, you know, that that, the majority of them, the ones that I did write, they've got a lot of meaning uh, personally for me. So um, I like the fact that the fans have been able to connect to the emotional side of the songwriter, you know, and, and enjoy those songs as much as I enjoy getting them out. And I've never. I've never really been a guy that sits down and like I'm gonna write a song today, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in my career, um, the songs come out when when they're ready and not any time before that. So you know, a lot of times I'd wake up in the middle of the night and have some weird ass dream or some thought or something and jot some stuff down at you know four in the morning, you know, and just come back to it. And and I, I finish them when they're when they're ready to be finished, and, and I don't force them. Um, so a lot of a lot of those songs, you know. I, I, I've got a strong emotional connection to uh, you know I, I'll even play on stage you know and get teared up you know so I've seen people you know that it hits you know and they'll start bawling or something you know and that just means something you know I'm a softie anyway so yeah. you know but so you know the, the toast would be one, uh, red dress would be one. Um, I, I'd say you know the song getting and I wrote try Not to Fall really came up and, and was a really cool song. Got a good story behind it. Um, There's also, um, you know, saw on the radio. That was one that that I wrote that I just wanted to be an album filler, you know, and and I it just kind of came out really quick and we played it and and it kind of hit and we really didn't change it much in the studio. A lot, a lot of the songs, you know, to kind of go back, um, will really take on a new form in the studio for us. So we'll go in there thinking we're going to record it this way, mm-hmm. and it'll end up, you know, because I'm, I'm by far. The, the least talented musician in our band. And, you know, once we get these guys together, a lot of times a song will take on a new form and be 10 times better than what, you know, it was when I wrote it, yeah. you know? And, and that's what's so cool about, you know, having a, a, a group of guys that we've been with for, for so long. Um, you know, we just, we just read each other and we just, everybody just knows what to do, you know, for lack yeah. of a better term, uh, lack of a better definition, I guess, but, um, it's been really cool so probably probably those songs i I would say would be a good start for like hey what are we all about you know do you want to get us in a nutshell i guess but there's a lot more diversity you know um throughout our throughout our career with our songs you know we've got more rock songs we've got more blues songs we've got some more country type songs and um you know we just kind of to go back to what we talked about before you know there's a lot of diversity there so there's something there kind of for everybody so i hate to you know, I'd hate to pigeonhole, like, just the the country mm. or Red Dirt songs, you know, because we have so much more than that. But, yeah. Uh, and we're still talking about going, in, and we did an EP, I guess, about a year and a half ago, two years ago. Um, we're thinking about going back in and doing another, like, three-song EP. And just, we put it out to radio, and I told uh, Timmy Millspaw that's worked with us forever, um, and she's like, what are your expectations for this? And I'm like, I really don't give a shit. As <laughs> I was like, put it on the radio, you know, do do your thing. Don't overthink it. Um, I just want it to get to the people that wanna hear it. And, you know, I don't wanna just I'm not gonna do a radio tour, I'm not gonna you know, go to radio stations and push the single or anything. I just want to get it out and, and the people that wanna hear it can come find it and the people that, you know, I'd like to, you know, reach new people but I'm not real that's not my focus on, yeah. the, on the on those songs. I wanted to give it to to our fans that have been you know, kind of want to hear some new music for a long time that we haven't been able to really accommodate, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what that was all about. So, it was pretty cool, and it, it, it was well received. So, we're we're happy.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I got I got one more for you, okay. and then we'll we we'll, we'll let you go back to the bus and all right, uh, rest for the big show tonight. <laughs> well,
2: you know, they, they said we we're gonna play at eleven thirty. I'm like, thank <laughs> you I forgot because I mean we used to do that all the time here, yeah. but then you know, I'm like. I don't want to play for that
1: 80 o'clock crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so if you were we get in your car or where you're going uh, to drive I, somewhere? I, I drive a truck.
2: Okay. okay. Okay.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Don't when you, put you, pre- get, when you get, on me, get in the Ricky wait, and Bobby, wait, when you get in your does truck, not look like a golfer. Do you understand? Yeah. When you get in the truck, I'm not a golfer, and I don't drive a car. <laughs> wait, wait, when you, when you get in the truck to go drive to the golf course, you're going to go play. <laughs> um, and the, what's the first song that you're gonna put on that you want to hear? Just just right now, if you were to go anywhere, and you're gonna just put on one song, you just want to hear.
2: Actually, right now I've been listening to this band um, called the Red Clay Strays.
1: Oh yeah, you heard them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: I, I I found them about a month ago, and I'm like, this dude is like got nostalgia just like yeah. seeping out of his pores. <laughs> uh, so I've been listening to them. Um, I try to, you know, the, the good thing about Spotify is once you have your kind of your liked playlist, it just gives you those automatic playlists. Yep. And so I've been listening to a lot of them. So I've come up on a lot of like, uh, you know, um, different artists that I wouldn't have normally found. Um, but I also go back and listen to like, you know, I'll listen to like 90s and, and early 2000s, mm-hmm. like rock, you know, and Alice in Allison Chains and, and uh, you know, Nirvana and, you know, bands like that that, yeah. you know, kind of I grew up in, listen, listen to high school. Yeah two in high school Um, and then I'll go to like 90s country or 80s Mm -hmm. country and so I mean I like everything and I think that's where a lot of the diversity with No Justice and the songwriting kind of stems from is just that we're not really I don't just get up and listen to 70s country all day long Mm -hmm. you know I will listen to some Ricky Skaggs and you know then go listen to you know, Allison Change, and then go listen to Co Witzel or you know. Yeah. So, it's, you know, I say I say some of the new guys. They're 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 new to me, but, but <laughs> they're well established. To everybody else, yeah. you know. But uh, it's it's been it's been cool, like experiencing some of the the way that that uh, Spotify and and, and uh, iTunes and stuff like that will just throw out some new artists, yep. you know, that you can discover. And uh, and I, I listen to you know, everybody frowns so much on the Nashville artists and stuff but i, I listen to a lot of nashville artists too i mean you know like my daughter loves morgan wallen and i like a lot of his stuff you yeah. know that, that i think he's got a lot of great music and, and hardy and some of those guys you know i listen to a lot of that stuff just because i like i just like music steve's you know? a swifty yeah, no, no I'm not. but if she come to our shows and bring about a thousand fans yeah. I, will, I mean i think she'd bring more than that i'm not going to put a ring on it but yeah. i'll be like oh, all right, thank you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I still don't get that, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. There's there, there's a lot of stuff I dislike too. So I mean, you know, there, there's a there's a boundary that I don't don't cross. I don't now know. I want to know the boundary. Uh, no, I'm not. Oh, gonna, I'm not gonna on. say anything bad about anybody. You're, you're, you're,
1: you don't you don't gotta say somebody. You just gotta you know, say what you don't. I, like I've got
2: some. I've got this list I've compiled here. Oh uh, no, we start at the top. And, <laughs> no, but um, mostly, like I said, I just I just like music. Something to something that kind of will. You know, get, get you moving during so, the day. Make you make you make, make you actually think about something instead yeah. of uh, just background yeah. noise.
1: Did, so, would it be a, a Red Clay Stray song?
2: Oh, what was one song? Um, you're gonna you're gonna put me on the spot now. Uh, what's this kind of real upbeat song that he plays? Because he plays a lot of like I say though is Zach Bryan. You know Zach yeah. Bryan his his old record. You know he had a lot of more a uh, lot more upbeat songs and like the newer record. Most of the songs I like Are the compilations We like You know, The Lumineers And, yeah. and um, uh, What was the other band um, uh, They got War, oh, intriguing. War and Treaty yeah. War Yeah Great song <clears throat> I actually went and listened to some more and Treaty stuff You know After that And mm-hmm. you know Turned on another band You know yeah. But um, Yeah it's, it's I've, I've got I've got a big list
0: I was so. I was really hoping He'd like new um red clay Strays. i was going to have him look right into the camera and say you need to come on this podcast yeah <laughs> well hey, you do get on up here <laughs> <laughs> there uh,
2: uh, i just posted on my on my facebook page um a uh, show that he did like a sit-down show that they did in the first two songs right out of the bag were, were just i mean they're awesome yeah i was like holy shit these guys are <laughs> Yeah He's got it and He even does the Elvis a little, little <laughs> no, he, he knows what he's doing yeah. he's, You can tell There's some, there's some, there's some history there th- With his music
0: Yeah do you, th- do you throw any of that Into the performance?
2: No, no uh, None of the my, Dwight my in My dance is so out of date People think it's new <laughs> <laughs> so like, like, That's oh, a good thing He's right? pulling out Some of that new shit <laughs> <laughs> so, No I was doing this In junior high Yeah <laughs> That's
1: great
0: Alright well Steve we Thank you for coming on We yeah. really appreciate it And um We can't wait for the show. Yeah, thank you for having
2: me. Looking forward to it. Awesome.